The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to WTF Landia Radio, folks. Welcome to the show. We are in the summertime, summer months of 2020. And um, today it's raining. So I, I decided, I, I, at first, I, I think. It was ostentatious of me to take a photo of a book that I just purchased and posted on the gram. And then I got about my life and went and did some things. And I thought, well, if you're going to post this to the gram, you should probably read it. So I'm popping it open. And it's called uh, The Prophet by Khalil. Gibran, Gibran, Khalil Gibran, Gibran, and I'll someone chime in and tell me how it's pronounced. May not be pronouncing his last name perfectly, but I wanted to share with you a passage that I read because I think it ties in to um, possibly just to life in general, how one may aim to live and or perceive their lives and the lives of others. Uh, Hi everyone, welcome to WTF Landia Radio. Sometimes we are smart here. Well, the host anyway. Most of you listeners, 99.999% of you listeners are brilliant that enter this room. That's why you keep coming back. You're smart. You know that there are things unfolding and messages to continue hearing. So I appreciate you. And uh, let's let's get on with uh, this passage that I read by Khalil Khalil Gibran (laughs) Um, in the book called The Prophet. The trees in, in your orchard say not so nor the flocks in your pasture. They give that they may live, for to withhold is to perish. Surely he who is worthy to receive his days and his nights is worthy of all else from you. Interesting. And he who has deserved to drink from an ocean of life deserves to fill his cup from your little stream. Even more interesting. And what desert greater shall there be than that which lies in the courage and the confidence, nay, the charity of receiving? Wow. And who are you that men should rend their bosom and unveil their pride, that you may see their worth naked and their pride unabashed? Unabashed? It was a question mark. See first that yourself deserve to be a giver and an instrument of giving. For in truth it is life that gives unto life, while you who deem yourself a giver 
are but a witness. And you receivers, and you are all receivers, assume no weight of gratitude, lest you lay a yoke upon yourself and upon him who gives. Wow, that didn't put you in check. Rather rise together with the giver of his gifts as on wings. For to be overmindful of your debt is to doubt his generosity who has the free-hearted earth for mother and God for father. Holy smokes, that is good. Okay, now, if you... Okay, besides my commentary in the middle of these past, in the middle of those uh, paragraphs, did you wrap your brain around that? Because it took me a minute. Sometimes you have to read things to regather it. You might braze over it first and go, ah, didn't make sense to me. Sounds like mangle jangle. And then you, um, you double back. And then it's like, oh, I see what he's saying. So what I gathered from that, I, I just wanted to share this with you guys because I think this is kind of, uh, it's ultimate. It feels ultimate for me. The trees, uh, the trees in the orchard say not so, nor the fox in your pasture. Okay? They give that they may live, for to withhold is to perish. So the trees in your orchards are basically... Um, you know, you, and you give for it to withhold is to perish. So basically, if you're not giving, you may be receiving, but um, when you're withholding, you're perishing because you're not really giving life, right? That's what I got out of that. Um, but surely he, he who is worthy to receive his days and his nights is worthy of all else from you. I mean, people are worthy of like other people's giving, right? Could be a wink passing the street. Could be a smile. Could be a monetary gift. I mean, it, it's it's how you recollect it. But um, and what dessert greater shall there be than that which lies in the courage and the confidence, nay, charity of receiving? And who are you that men should rend their bosom and unveil their pride that you may see their worth naked in their pride and abashed? So you see, this is what this says to me, this part. Who are you to see another man's, uh, let's say, worth in your eyes? What do they have? What are they doing with that? And, you know, they seem unabashed, meaning they're just going about their lives. Um... But who are you to like kind of, you know, say, what are you doing with your life? Are you giving? Because it ended in a question mark. Like, you, you look prideful. You've got all this stuff going on, but what are you doing around you? For in truth, now this is where it gets good. Wait, no. See first that yourself deserve to be a giver and an instrument of giving. You may have zero. This is what this is saying. Because I think, here's what I think. I think a lot of people think of giving as solely monetary. You know? Not everyone thinks that. 
Obviously, we give time and charity and things like that are instruments of giving. So, you have to see first that yourself deserve to be a giver. You actually have to see that you are capable of giving so that you may be a giver in life. So that your orchard and your pasture keep the birds coming, right? <laughs> ah, I just think that, I don't know, I think that's really good. But, um, and then it says, for in truth, it is that, it is life that gives unto life. Are you alive? Are you living? If you don't put your mind frame in the frame of being able to give, you might be dying inside. I don't know if we realize if you make dinner, food, if you write novels, if you write music, if you are painting, if you are teaching, if you are a public servant, if you are living, you are um, hopefully giving of your time. So you can either be a giver. So it says, for truth is that life gives unto life. While you deem yourself a giver, are but a witness. Woo! So if you've put yourself in a category that I don't have it, so I can't give it. Maybe you're just witnessing life and not living it. That goes back up to the pasture phrase. Because uh, they give that they may live, for to withhold is to perish. If you are not giving of yourself, of your life, you're but a witness that is probably deemed to somehow perish, find out what it is that you're able to give. Again, it could be simple as um, maybe taking out someone's garbage, an older neighbor that can't get out there good and get it out every Thursday. Perhaps, you know, that walk past the street or past somebody in the street and, and a wink or a smile, that's also giving. Listen, there are 99 ways to give. It's, there's just not one. But here, here, here this one is. And you receivers, and all you are, all are receivers. Whoa. And receive no weight of gratitude, lest you lay yoke upon yourself and upon he who gives. So sometimes the receivers are receiving. Uh, not that they're not grateful, but not realizing that they too should give. I see a lot of people who are also on the receiving end that are givers. I think they're angels. You ever see somebody, um, small example, someone may be um, asking for some change at a store and they may be asking you if you could spare a little change and opening the door for you as you walk in 
There's a young man that does this at a 7-Eleven around here. He's great. He may have fallen on hard, hard times, but he's, he's a giver. Because just opening up that door, for me personally, he doesn't realize it. It's saving me all kind of extra steps. I usually have to untuck my shirt, grab my shirt out, pull the door open, then go in. Three steps. That young man is saying, hey, if you have any change uh, on the way out, that'd be awesome. But let me get the door for you. He, without, without saying any words, right? That's, that's a giver. So it's, it's not a monetary thing. It's not what we have. I, I don't know. Maybe around the world this, this, this message can be perceived differently. But I know the first world, I think a lot of our, a lot of our thinking is giving is, is fina- financial, which is also very, very, very important and well needed for, for, for many folks. But the giving is so vast and so grand. Least you lay a yoke upon yourself and upon him who gives. So you you put yourself in a category like, ugh. Yeah, thank you. I needed that. But you have it, so you can give it. So yeah, thank you. Or if you're that other guy, you're just, uh, you're giving while maybe needing to receive something at that point. Rather, rise together with the giver. This is the guy. This is the 7-Eleven guy. Rather, rise together with the giver on his gifts as on wings. They basically are giving to you. We basically are giving to each other. He's saving a a full-grown germaphobe from doing three three extra steps she doesn't need to do in the day. She walks out of the store knowing how kind that was and what he gave to her life. She wants to be able to give whatever it is that she could give to him on her way out. Likely both of those actions were innate. You didn't have to do one or the other to feel how you, to, 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 to give. You either were or you weren't. You could be nudged. That's probably usually not great feeling to have to be nudged in the direction of uh, giving. But some people, that happens too. You go, all right, well, you open the door, fine. I'll get it. That's a yoke. At least you lay the yoke upon yourself and upon he who gives. Like, I know you got it, but you know, you open your own door and then come out and help me out, please. There's various ways we can look at that. But rather rise together with the giver on his gifts as on wings. It's like, you know, you're floating to uh, life together because see, life is like that. Life calls us in so many different directions. You don't know whether you're the guy coming in that door or holding that door open. But what you are doing in this instance, in this uh, this particular story that I'm reading to you guys now, Khalil, Khalil Gibran, the, the prophet, um, rising together uh, on his gifts as wings, that, that kind of is... It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Because that's life, right? No matter what life 
has in store for us, if it's innate that you give, you're, pro- you're breathing life into others. You're rising on the wings with each other, realizing that anybody's capable of being rotated around into your position easily. So I'll go go with the closing part. For to be mindful, over mindful of your debt is to doubt his generosity who has the free hearted earth of mother and God for father. Wow. So if you're mindful of your debt, you're like, I'm broke. This guy's got money. She's got some money. I'm broke. Well, well, that's no way to think. What are your gifts? Don't be over mindful of your debt. Be mindful of what you can give. <laughs> that, that part was really simple for me because my brain works in uh, different ways. I have to piece together what it is I think I'm reading. For to be over mindful of your debt is to doubt his generosity who has a free hearted earth from mother and father. Basically, you're alive. You know God that puts you here to do something. Ooh, that one knocked it out pretty, pretty, pretty tough for me. Because you have an earth, you have a free-hearted earth mother and God for a father. So it tells me something like uh, you don't necessarily, and that's when I go back to what innate. I said it might be innate for those people to think that way. It absolutely has to be because uh, to be mindful and to be living your life based on giving and just uh, being able to, um, you know, give your gifts. Again, could be a wink, could be a, you know, door holding, could be help with the, the kids while mom's at work, could be taking out the garbage. You're mindful that you're on this earth and anything can change, which basically means like almost like you're manifesting that things can change for you. And so you might, uh, hopefully you're not thinking that way though. I think that's the whole key to life is that you just do what it is that you think you should do, right? Because you're on earth, you're, you got heaven, you got heaven above you, which means you have some sort of faith, which means you you're here to to probably give your service and time and not just for a paycheck but just for other reasons to hopefully make your life and others better because when you make your life better um, uh, indefinitely other people on the receiving end of that because also let's think of it like this there were probably some people hurting or on some bad times over in Beirut, Lebanon. And there were some probably some people who were making some plans, you know. There probably were some people who were investing some time and giving under Mother Earth, under God, alive, right? That's what that means. All of a sudden, within moments... Those plans have changed. Those plans are no longer whatever you thought you thought is no longer. 
You see that? How fast that life can be taken away. So in the meanwhile, what are you doing on earth to give of your time, your resource, your you? Not really putting no, um, any amount of stress on anybody that you visually look at and you think, what, what can you do for me? Listen, I, I think I say this to my friends. I don't know if I've mentioned it here on one of these podcast episodes, but if we were lined up naked, In one long line, all of us humans, yes, you, sexy you, me, and everyone else. We don't have anything to show. We don't have our earthly garb to show. We don't have our clothing. We don't have our cars. We don't have anything that shows we have anything other than who we are inside. Well, that's called judgment day. What have you done? What music have you made to heal people? What um, deeds have you done to just make people's lives, make your life and others' lives better, rather than withholding your life from yourself by thinking that you're not as worthy because that person has more to give. The person who held that door open for me at 7-Eleven, he knew that. He might have gotten a hold of this book or maybe he just was like that. I think there's a lot of us who are like that, that don't know uh, that rule of life but actually just live that rule. I think that's pretty special to read and I think that's just something I felt the need to share because I don't know, for me it feels common thought. Only because I grew up in a service, um, in a service kind of styled childhood where we never stopped uh, going around and making sure people were okay in our community. My mom had us going door to door knocking, making sure people had food, making sure people know about the, the Lord, making sure that we could do whatever it is that we could do. And it always made me feel good. My favorite thing was trying to get people saved. Um, it's still a thing. I like to capture the globe, and uh, at some point to know where uh, where their heaven lies. Uh, uh, we'll get led there. The message the message will come. But what um you know because heaven. Heaven, where is it? You know, where can we determine that? We'll get there. I'm, I'm sure WTF Landia will get there so that we make it a very clear and common something for people to understand. This is how I can attain it. But I think that was just really cool to read by Khalil Gibran about just the whole simplicity of basically it was kind of empowering to read that either on either side because what it tells you is that you earthly being you you're here you're already here on earth you're here for a purpose your purpose is to give and not to 
ever think so doubtedly upon yourself that you're incapable of giving based on what you think you don't have. It's more simple for me to think of it that way rather than to read it all prophetically like he did, like he wrote it. (laughs) I just might have confused the listener further, but I probably didn't. I think you get me. You you probably didn't get Khalil Gibran unless you're a very, unless you're a logician uh, and really, really, really smart a reader person who does that thing for a living like you know you know not a logician but a scholar scholars they can read that and be like ah yeah yeah that's simple simple enough (sighs) anyways I try to make it simpler for you or I just gave you some more WTF to go home and chew on tonight I don't know it's not my call I thought that was pretty profound. Uh, just something to read because it's been heavy. I think if uh, if any of us are watching the news, I try to avoid it. Then you have um, heard what is going on again over in Lebanon. And in moments, people's lives were taken by a blast. We don't know what happened. No one's trying to speculate, which I find fantastic. Um, I don't know if it's illegal to speculate on, uh, on, on what's going on for that country. So people are kind of like, I don't know what happened. We just need answers. But uh, so no one's really tossing around anything. They're just very concerned as to whether it was this or that. Because the bomb, apparently it was like the explosion that took place was kind of like the bombing of Hiroshima, like, or, um, it was like 1.5% of what that bomb might have been. So I think it, uh, radiated over three kilometers or something or more, which is, wow. No one has ever, ever experienced that. There was a view that I saw of a person on a jet ski in the water, not far off from where this explosion took place and they were on the jet skis obviously on a Samsung 9 because it goes in the water I have one I get it I know I don't know if iPhones go in the water underneath I'm not sure but this person got this video and um, I'm hoping they're alive it's on the internet so perhaps they are but they were on the jet ski. You could see the jet ski. And then, and then they um, see the bomb. They see the smoke. And then all of a sudden, uh, shortly thereafter, they're going underneath the water. And the phone is underneath there with them. Uh, so it's it's heartbreaking to, to see these things happening and unfolding. It's also beautiful as these things that are out of our control are happening and unfolding, the absolute brilliant nature of people and understanding that kind of phrase innately. People are giving. People are like, where can I help? How can I help? In fact, the explosion went off over the port, on the port or something near the port, which is where this small country that already is in need of 
of aid and uh, food supplies and things like that. It's a smaller, smaller country. Uh, the port was ex- blown up, so that is very disconcerting because um, how do you get the aid and the food in there? Because people were very concerned about how they were going to get it. I think nowadays we can come up with another route, I'm hoping, um, because I'm seeing footage of people still being able to receive some of those resources, and I'm just so grateful for that fact. Because when you think something is taken away, and then you look around, and you see the nature of people floating right into your life. Those folks out there in Lebanon are feeling that. They're feeling that. They're feeling that people care. People are giving. I know this sounds crazy, everybody. We are dealing with corona. We're dealing with protest. We're dealing with elections. We're dealing with our democracy on on hinge. We're in many places. We're dealing with just a lot, but we're also seeing on par with that people coming together with their various gifts, whether that's them using their voices, whether that's them using their pocketbooks, whether that's them writing music to keep people alive and feeling well, whether that's them cooking food and giving food to their communities. This is like one of the more beautiful times ever because I don't think we recognize it. Perhaps it happens often. We're just not, we don't stop and see it. People are about their lives. People are going to work. People are doing their thing. People right now are a little bit more settled because of this corona and lockdowns and quarantines and such. But we're noticing People are losing jobs and people are still somehow giving. We might be in a depression right now in America, North America, in a lot of places. Um, so Bill Gates, get on it, man. Where's this vaccine? Just kidding. Um, we might be boarding, teetering. Looks like we are. But that is not stopping the humans that are on earth under Mother Earth, under God, from waking up and giving and, and answering the call. Is that you excited? And answering the call to give, to be of service, to look out, to see where you can help. Again, this is not all just about finances. So when you can assume no weight of gratitude lest you lay a yoke upon yourself and upon him who gives saying well I don't have it this person goes so then really you can't rise with the giver as you give the same gifts look man we're on some devastating times I'm now that just confused me a little bit more because every time I read it, it, makes me feel a little bit like I have more to elaborate on. I don't think so. I think 
I find you human beings to be absolutely beautiful and brilliant and never stop, never stop giving. Your gift can be meditating and praying for folks. That could very well be all that you have to give. Your gift can be holding that door open. It could be making a mask for all of your neighbors. It could just be so much. Find it. Find the subtleties of what it is that you can do to help yourself help others. Thank you for joining WTF Landia Radio Room today. I'm your host, Charbothe. I'm always grateful that you arrive. I'm almost I'm almost certain that uh, we're gonna get through this stuff together. No, I'm 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 certain we will. But even better. I feel like we're gonna get through this even better than we came into it because we are uniting so beautifully that the the ties that bound that made us feel unworthy are almost also crumbling because we're aware that those fixtures never made sense for the whole of us, right? Something to think about. Anyways, I love you all. Share the love. Share your gifts. Don't forget to meditate and pray. Because I certainly will for you. Later. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness 
of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.